The Evolve Network is now live at evolvenetwork.tv. Subscribe for meal plans, recipes, cooking shows, and our very own The Magic Pill and The Magic Plant, as well as access to my favorite documentaries. The Evolve Network is also home to our full library of podcasts, with new release podcasts airing first and in full on the channel. You can also watch selected vodcasts in a video format. Meanwhile, enjoy this highlight of our podcast and head over to evolvenetwork.tv for the full Evolve podcast experience. The Evolve with Pete Evans podcast is a conversation about my favorite ingredients for a healthy human experience. We take an informed look at topics that include nutritional and emotional well-being as well as expanded consciousness. I love exploring the topics that are not traditionally taught at school and take a deep dive into them with my special guests. I invite you to sit back and come along for the ride with an open mind and heart and please share with your family and friends as these podcasts may just be the seed from which many things will flourish from. Cheers. We've been using Waters Co. water filters for the last 10 years and I wholeheartedly trust my family's health with them. Waters Co. established 1977 have personal and domestic water filters which turns your ordinary tap water into great tasting alkaline ionized mineral water which removes up to 99.9% .9 of fluoride, heavy metals, chemicals and bacteria so you can love your tap water again. The Bio 1000 is the latest edition of the BMP 1000 model and the culmination of over 40 years of experience and research into water filtration by some of the world's leading scientists. Waters Co. was first to market with natural gravity-fed systems, creating alkaline water way back in 1984, and have continued to lead the market in research and development, setting the benchmark for all other brands to follow. Please go to my webpage, PeteEvans.com, to learn more and to receive your special discount from my link on the products page. You're going to love it. So thank you so much for joining us once again. How are you, brother? I'm doing really well, Pete. Thanks for having me again. It's, you know, the, there was a lot of really good feedback on our last chat. So I was hoping we might be able to talk again one of these days. And here we are. Here we are. Well, we've uh, definitely <laughs> traveled some miles, I'd say, over since our last chat and um, individually. Yeah, I wanted to ask how you're doing down there, you know, with everything going on. I, you know, I, I've, I've got several good friends down under and, uh, you know, my heart certainly goes out and uh, my thoughts often trend that way. So, I've, you know, I've thought about you a number of times. How, how are you doing? Mate, I'm doing really well. Um, my wife and I, Nick, have opened a health retreat. We might have just been over a year. So we probably were opening when we spoke last time. And yeah, it's been great. We've, we, we're, we're loving what we're doing. We have the most amazing guests that come through. We teach cooking retreats, wellness retreats, yoga retreats. Uh, so yeah, it's really good. I've, I've been able to incorporate pretty much everything that I've learned over the last 30 or more years in the, in the culinary space and the health space into, into one venue. And yeah, we're living on the land on 200 acres of majestic rainforest, very sacred land. So yeah, oh I, I I definitely cannot complain, and I'm very grateful for the experience that um, we've manifested for ourselves. And yeah, we're grateful for, for all the all the guests that come through to support us as well, which is um, yeah, really really beautiful because we've been beating around uh, the bush, so to speak, in um, 
by the media over here for labeled crazy or crackpot. They, uh, they call me disgraced whenever they use um, an adjective to describe me in the media these days. So, yeah, so grateful for the support still from, from people that uh, get it. Um, and I know you get it, which is why you're back <laughs> on the podcast too. And, and I got your email about uh, wanting to explore more of the Gnostic teachings. So, um, yeah, first off, yeah. well, give me an update on um, Soul's journey over the last year or two since the, um, since the shit show has, has <laughs> can I call it a shit show? Since oh, the, yeah. um, the transition. The human transitional period is is taking place, maybe. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah, I've I've really been in a major learning mode in my life. I've been exploring, you know, the idea of Tartaria and resets and different Earth histories and uh, geologies and all kinds of things, and wicking that into some of the things I learned in my explorations into Gnosticism and writing, you know, Callie the Destroyer. And that's uh, been a journey, a real journey going down rabbit hole after rabbit hole after rabbit hole. It's made me feel very alive, uh, you know, very, uh, very uh, kind of in tune with the idea of living in the mystery and that being okay, you know, into the mystic as Van Morrison would have put it. Uh, that's, that's how, what I've been doing. I've been going into the mystic ever deeper and it's been really, I'd have to say it's been uh, amazing and absolutely fascinating. And I've seen many, many parallels between some of the mainstream institutional opposition to this realm of ideas to the to their opposition to the resistance to the COVID narratives, you know. So when you start debunking virology and viruses and that kind of thing, they they come after you, and they do it in a very similar way. When you start going after the sacred cow of their history and of NASA and that kind of thing, it's really fascinating to see how similar their response, the kind of knee-jerk response is to those things. And I would say uh, the the whole flat earth-ish concept and the whole anti-vaxxer virology thing, those are the two biggest things that get that kind of knee-jerk response out there in, in, in any field. Uh, I, I fully understand. Um, never really spoken about flat earth or NASA on, on the podcast and uh, we're, we're nearly up to 400. I think, uh, David, David Avocado Wolf might've, uh, scratched just the surface. Maybe he might've just said a line or two about flat earth. So I've never gone there. Oh yeah. Watched, it's it's uh, such uh, a loaded thing. But, but what I would say to this is that the, the, where I started out in this journey was an interest in alternative history having to do with Tartaria. This notion that there were there was some kind of event or maybe events, maybe periodic events where things changed and we had we had huge floods or what have been called mud floods. You know, all over the world you have these buildings with windows underground, you know, that clearly if you look at many of the early uh, photographs from the 1800s, you have these sumptuous, incredible buildings. And, and then the streets are just mud holes. 
You know, it's, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So I was very interested in this notion of alternative history. But when you begin looking at that and, and resets of some kind that could, could be man-made, they could be natural, they could be a combination. When you see this begin to happen, uh, you're, you're looking at this body of research and it's a re re relatively large body of research with some really smart people clapping their brains on this material, you begin to see that you, you can't go here without at least delving into the idea that all of history, all of science, all of it is a fabrication. And as soon as you go there and you begin looking at the inconsistencies in the heliocentric model and what we're told by astrophysicists and geologists and that kind of thing, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And at the very least, an honest person would have to, to, to conclude that we're not being given an accurate picture of the world that we're living in. Mm. Well, definitely. Um, and some could say that um, by ingesting plant medicines or other types of psychedelics, that gives you a glimpse into um, a larger reality. But what you're talking about is actually manipulated or um concealed information or suppressed information i've seen a video where what you were just talking about um clearly gives the opportunity for the viewer to come to their own conclusions especially in relation to some of the architecture and buildings as you as you talked about uh from the 1800s etc Maybe you want to explain that a little bit more or a little bit more detail for, for the listeners to well, wrap their head around. Topic. Yeah, I mean, I can just sort of scratch the surface and I, I can't say that I'm an expert. I'm a student of all of this. I'm not even sure that experts exist in this realm because this is a kind of team effort and people are choosing bits and pieces of the puzzle to focus on. For example, there's uh, a channel I could recommend on YouTube, uh, John Levi, it's J-O-N-L-E-V-I, that's, that's one word, the name of the channel. And he really gives an kind of an in-depth look at this Tartarian concept, this idea of mud floods, the idea that there, there have been these resets involving, you know, large scale destruction and that kind of thing that were then capitalized on by nefarious players to basically send people across the country on orphan trains and do all of these things and repopulate these cities uh, the, as, as the inheritors of this other realm, this other society that had gone bust, basically through a cataclysm. So mm. John Levi would be a, an excellent channel for that. Um, my YouTube channel, I'm going to give you that right now because I yesterday I just interviewed probably the most famous figure in all of the Flat Earth movement. His name is David Weiss. And so you can go to Crow, uh, YouTube, uh, Crow Rising, like Crow like the bird, Crow Rising. And my latest video there is with uh, an interview with David Weiss. And we were absolutely all over the place. Um, I, I titled the uh, talk, um, you know, the David Weiss and Saul Luckman talk, Tartaria, Great Res Reset, Crater Earth, New Lands, and quote-unquote extraterrestrials. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Tartaria. Tell me about Tartaria. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, oh God, that's a fascinating concept. I'll also say, Pete, that, you know, I got into this because I had been studying the Gnostic view of the earth as a living being and specifically as, as the goddess that created humanity, but the goddess also created our nemesis in a form of a, a, an artificial form of intelligence that the ancient Gnostics referred to as archons. So if you're interested in this subject, you can check out my novel, Callie the Destroyer. There's also a wonderful book by John Lash, Not in His Image, which goes into this from a more scholarly nonfiction perspective. But in any case, um, I had a I had a kind of I don't know vested interest in learning more about this, and I got really interested in the idea that you know the Earth was absolutely not what we're being told it is. And when I began looking at this question, suddenly this model of the planet popped up, and it, you know people have talked about it as flat Earth, and there are other theories, but what it's not is some kind of strange disk. Okay, no one with any credibility is saying that it's some kind of disk flying around with a bunch of circles out there in space uh, in the form of planets and stars. Okay, it's much more complicated than that. Anyway, uh, the uh, the model that I got really interested in was that the there is a there is a let me just back up and punt here just a, a little bit. Some people have proposed that the moon rather than being some kind of uh, rock in space, is actually a kind of plasma reflection of the surface of our realm, this thing that we live on, whatever you want to call it. And, mm -hmm. the, and the reason that's really hard for people to see is that the surface of the realm is so incredibly massive, <laughs> okay, that you, you have to zero in on a little tiny part of the moon map to figure this out. And also the maps have been changed. Uh, and this is documentable. This is not just me saying this, but why they've been changed, I would, I would speculate is that they've been changed to hide this connection with the moon map. And so when you begin uh, looking at it from this perspective, things get weirder and weirder. Antarctica ceases to be a, a continent at the south of the globe, and it becomes a large ice wall encircling our, our world. And the ice wall is basically defining the edge of a crater. And so we're living in a kind of gigantic pond. And when you go up to the edge of the ice wall, and there's books about this and testimonials, eyewitness accounts, and all kinds of things having to do with this subject, then, then the earth goes on and on. It goes on for many millions, perhaps, of miles. And there are many, many other craters with other civilizations. So that instead of having like planets, we, ha we do have extraterrestrials in the extra. I really hope you enjoyed the first half of this podcast. If you'd like to listen to the rest, please visit evolvenetwork.tv. That's evolvenetwork.tv. We'll see you there. The information, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast should not be treated as a substitute for nutritional, medical, or other advice by a qualified professional. Guests in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences, and conclusions. Nothing in this podcast should be used to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any medical condition. Neither Pete Evans nor any sponsor 
endorse any views, opinions or conclusions expressed or shared in this podcast.